The Power of Prayer, and Zazzo the Wonder Dog. It's the Rhyme and Reason Podcast, episode 203. Hey there, Tony here, and I've been absent for a while, as you can tell. I've been holding off recording a, a Rhyme and Reason podcast because my voice uh, is still goofy because of whatever's going on in my head. I don't know. Uh, it's been most of 2018. I've been fighting whatever this is. And I can't quite get over it. I don't know what it is. I've, uh, I'm doing all kinds of things, so... Uh, if you have suggestions, uh, you know, appreciate it, but I've probably tried them. So uh, I'm still working on it, and uh, I hope it doesn't distract from what I'm talking about today. It's just, uh, you know, it's this too shall pass. That's the way I look at it. And uh, I really appreciate you being there and, and uh, <laughs> taking it uh, as it comes out. And to me, it sounds like it's all in my head. So maybe it doesn't sound as bad to you as it does to me. I, I hope not. But anyway, thank you so much for being there. This is the, let's see, episode 203. So I'm moving on past the 200 mark, heading toward 300. What do you say? Let's round that bend and let's keep going. I'll uh, go right into what I was talking about at the beginning. Um, some of you follow me on uh, different social media channels. So you already know that my best little buddy uh, died this past Saturday morning. And uh, that's Zazzo. That's who I was talking about. And uh, I can't even tell you how big a loss it is to my heart. I mean, we were greatly blessed to have this guy's life be a part of ours for actually a little over 15 years, which is a long time for a Labrador retriever. But uh, Zazzo defied the odds right from the start. He was, a, he was the runt of the litter. And when we went to a little farm in a little town in Colorado, when uh, we left... Uh, the, the big city of Denver metro area and went down to this little farm and we wanted to buy a lab because uh, a friend of ours had had them and we just thought, man, they're just so, they're just so cute and awesome. And so we went down there and, and uh, from the very beginning, you could see that uh, the other people, there were several other people there looking to buy puppies too. And no one actually wanted, at, at, at the owners at the time called him Tiny. No one wanted Tiny. He was too little and too, he didn't, he was sickly. Um, his eyes looked sickly and he was a lot smaller than his eight brothers and sisters. Uh, he, was, he just wasn't the typical roly poly chubby Labrador retriever, you know, you see in those ads and commercials and on dog food bags and all that. But I noticed something. He was barking for attention and he could basically leapfrog over his siblings. I mean, he had determination and uh, and a spark for life I just didn't see in in the other ones, and I couldn't resist. I thought, man, nobody's going to take this guy. And the owners said that um, they let nature take its course. In other words, runts didn't typically get to go anywhere; they usually died there. So I couldn't let that happen. So what a choice! I mean, he eventually grew grew to be uh, quite a champ. And that's what I always called him. I kept, come on, champ. And in addition to Zazzo, of course, 
but he, he actually grew a bit larger and much more muscular than his brother, Nestle, who was a chocolate lab. Nestle, get it? Chocolate lab. And Nestle died about four months ago. So Zazo outlasted him, and I, I'm, I'm guessing that he probably outlasted pretty much all of his brothers and sisters. And uh, I'll just let you know, Zazo was a, what I would consider a world-class retriever, really. Where we used to live, uh, it had a fairly deep ravine behind the house, and I could throw a ball or a frisbee across that ravine, and Zazo could run down one side and up the other side and catch the frisbee in the air. Or, or the ball on one bounce. And he'd play that game as long as I would. And he'd keep asking for more. And he was that way for the first 10 years of his life. After that, he started uh, having some joint problems. And I didn't want him to do all that jumping anymore. Probably shouldn't have let him do it as long as we did. But, well, because he was a runt also from the beginning, he, he always struggled with swallowing. When he's a puppy, we had to grind up his food and mix it with yogurt, and uh, that kept him able to eat his food and keep it down. And for his whole life, we had to give him his food in small portions. Nestle could just gobble it down, and Zazzle would try to keep up, but then he'd get choked. And then we always gave it in small portions, and we'd have to wait for him to swallow and then continue that process till he was full. And so, you know, imagine doing that for 15 years, <laughs> twice a day, and or at least twice a day. Well, about a month ago, Zazzo became unable to stand up on his own anymore. But he was still full of life, and he would bark incessantly if we were in the house with him, but out of sight. So we just take him and his bedding into whatever room we were in and move him back when we went to another room, and I carried him out and held him up as he went to the bathroom at least four times a day. So I literally had to hold him up He couldn't stand up and go to the bathroom anymore, but he still could go, and everything was working on him, just not his legs anymore. But then last Wednesday, I carried him out to go to the bathroom, and when he was finished, his his whole body just slumped over, and I quickly carried him back inside, and he he just plopped down on his bed, unable to raise up. So just just going outside had completely wore him out. And uh, I texted my wife at work, to tell her to ask for her earned time off. She has what they call PTO, paid time off. And to be ready when I was coming to pick her up because uh, I wasn't even sure he'd make it um, in the time that I left to go get her and come back. But from Wednesday evening until Saturday morning, we ended up taking turns for 24-hour-a-day care for Zazo. And to begin with, we'd turn him over about oh, every hour or so when he had sort of whine or whimper. And before long, he refused food. So we took a syringe and squeezed water and bone broth into his mouth, which he seemed to gladly slurp up, and it's all he could take. And after a while, we needed to help our boy change positions about oh, every half hour. And then it was about every 10 to 20 minutes. And on Saturday morning, I had an appointment for work, and... Um, Then, after that appointment, I went to get Zazo some medicine to ease his stomach discomfort. He had been having some dry heaves because he wasn't eating. And, uh, unfortunately, he died before I made it home. But, fortunately, he died in Elgeline's arms, my wife. And uh, I thank God that Zazo got to die of old age, natural causes. And I know he's at rest now, and I 
missing more than these puny words can convey. And I apologize for the long-winded explanation, but I just kind of had to express it to help get through it. And I thank you for your prayers. A lot of people have sent me those, and uh, thank you for for all that. Uh, it's It does help. And that kind of leads into uh, the next segment of what I was talking about here. Because no matter what, prayer is powerful. No matter what happens in your life, it truly is. When you pray to the one true living, loving creator of all the heavens and earth, uh, that is, I mean, when you're, when you're doing that, you're talking to the only one in existence who can make something from nothing. Think about that. You're communicating directly with the source of life, God. His power becomes your hope. His strength becomes your support. And his love and sacrifice become your redemption. And that's why prayer is powerful. It's literally powerful, full of power. Many people think or feel when they don't get the answer to the prayer they want that God must not be listening or certainly not answering. But prayer isn't about asking God for things and getting them. It's about having a real, ongoing relationship with your Creator. Jesus, who is God, by the way, calls you His friend if you trust in Him. And like any good friend, He loves to hear from you. And uh, that's why prayer is powerful. It gives you an open line to the only one in existence who can give you eternal life. Now, how cool is that? Think about it. How cool is that? You can talk to the only one who can give you eternal life. And this is important to understand. Hearing your own prayer builds a better you. The Bible says that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word. So when you pray, think of something you can remember from the Bible and add that to your prayer. Your faith will be strengthened as you say it because that's how God's word works. If you're not a Christian, you might think I'm bonkers to go on like this, and you'd be right if it weren't true. But it is true. It's vitally important to me that you understand there is truth. Most of you listeners understand that. But yeah, you know, maybe somebody new listening in that's going, what's this guy talking about? Oh, Christian stuff. Oh, wait a minute. He's talking about prayer. I don't mind prayer. Oh, what? You do? Okay. So if you're new and you are hearing this, maybe for the first time, I hope you understand that there is truth and it exists because God exists. And because God exists and because he came to earth as a man to suffer and die for your sake and mine, you can now talk directly to him without some high priest or other go-between. And I'd like to share this um, song with you, and I'll be right back.
there truly is power in that word from God. And prayer, 
remember, is a conversation with the one true living, loving God who created everything from nothing. So start talking to him today. I promise he listens. And even though his answer isn't always what you'd want or even when you want it, prayer is powerful. It's the only thing that um, gets you through something like the loss of a loved one, a pet, or uh, even more so in human loss. And it's the only thing that can sustain you forever. So just keep in mind how powerful it is that you can talk to the creator of all things and uh, consider what you'd like to tell him or ask him today. And then don't just keep considering it. Go ahead and talk to him. He listens, I promise. That does it for the Rhyme and Reason podcast. This episode 203 is in the archives now. Thank you so much for listening. Stay connected with me in every way that uh, is feasible for you or preferable for you. Uh, one of my favorite ways to stay connected with you is this Rhyme and Reason podcast. So subscribe if you haven't already. Leave me a review on iTunes. That would be awesome. You can follow my books on Amazon.com and Smash Words. I've written a bunch of books for kids. They're fun and funny. They rhyme, by the way. <laughs> you, can, uh, you can connect with me on LinkedIn. You can circle me on Google Plus and follow me on Twitter. You can watch videos on YouTube. There are quite a few of those. You can find me on Facebook. And uh, you can even audition to be a part of the Rhyme and Reason Band. Just go to TonyFunderburg.com and you'll see how. It's right over on the right-hand side, me with my covert uh, secret agent look. So uh, that's a great way. Stay in touch with me that way. But whatever way you choose, I hope you choose something and keep on listening and reading and staying with me. I appreciate your support more than you know. And uh, remember, life has rhyme and reason because God loves you. There's a rhyme.